pretend as if we never left each other. Welcome back to a pleasant chat with your friend Charles. Surprise, surprise, but I am still Charles, your friend, and I am still here to chat pleasantly with you about the merits and happenings in our fair city of Jubilee. The world is beautiful. The sun is shining red and bright, and the faces of all you wonderful jubilants are full of pearly white teeth, smiling to each other in the joy that is your blessed lives. Now, tell me something, ladies and gentlemen. Does that sound pleasant to you? It certainly does to me, and I could not be happier that it is the case. I feel that we should all, before our pleasant chat, take a moment of silence to really think on and appreciate the many joyous things in our day. I think we all needed that. I know at least that I needed it. Things can be so very droll when you allow others to hurt your feelings or nestle themselves in a cold place in your mind. If you would permit me, I should like to get something off my chest. I have allowed someone to hurt my feelings. I have allowed someone to nestle into a cold place in my mind and ruin my normally pleasant demeanor. First and foremost, for that, I am sorry. I am speaking, of course, about the dreadful criminals who thought it clever or perhaps funny to hijack my show and inject fear into the lives of my listeners. I struggled with this after the fact, you see. I struggled to consider how anyone could ever desire, even in the darkest places of their souls, to take a community's sense of togetherness and rend it in two. Someone is trying to divide us, dear listeners. Someone sad and small and afraid of being lost in the shuffle. But I assure you, whoever attacked my broadcast last week shall not be able to do it again. It was a breach of our system that we have plugged and reinforced such that anyone who should try to do it again will be found. The culprits from last week, or indeed any would-be culprit in the future shall be taken care of with extreme and utter brutality. You can rest easy with that knowledge. I know that I will. Now then, with the certainty that our time together will no longer be interrupted by the useless and the vain, let us sit by the metaphorical fire and begin our pleasant chat. running, Eclipse Day will be here in only two weeks. I know that it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but if you happen not to heed my instructions and prepare yourselves with all necessary supplies, you may very well be that dead horse. In my time in Jubilee, I saw the first Eclipse Day more than 30 years ago. We were young then, and things went poorly. So please, Please, 
Do not go outside on a Eclipse Day, and do not talk to another soul, unless it's your family, until the day is done. If you do that, you should survive the event, ready to help rebuild once more, so that Jubilee can live on in eternity. In the service of this very important first announcement, I would like to also introduce our sponsor for today's show, Survive R Us. The only destination in town for all your survival needs and for every possible crisis, Survive R Us can save your soul. A specialty sale up until Eclipse Day will net you a patented Eclipse Day survival kit for a low, low price. Included in this survival kit are some invaluable supplies for what is coming. Of course, there are the expecteds, like a 48-bottle case of fresh water. There is also a supply of canned goods, non-perishable of course, and astonishingly delicious. If you do not have a bunker, the survival kit also has you covered with a capsule tent. It is comfortable, it's protected, and its thick outer shell is proven to ward off at least 82% of all harmful radiation. I'd purchase the survival kit for that alone. Luckily for all customers, that isn't even the last of it. The kit also provides three pairs of Polaroid goggles to protect yourselves from that very same radiation, as well as two gas masks and a chem can, a chemical shower in a can. If you happen to run into a high radiation spot during Eclipse Day, I know from experience these are the goods you will turn to. Finally, and perhaps most darkly of all, the survival kit does include 200 rounds of ammunition of various types. There's no telling what this year's Eclipse Day will actually entail, but it's best you prepare for all situations. But doesn't that sound like a great deal? You can have all of this included in the Eclipse Day Survival Kit for only 100 Titans. Seeing how any one of the items included in this kit can range from 8 to 34 Titans on their own, I'd say it's quite worth the price. In fact, I've already bought three myself. <laughs> yes, of course, I hope to spend Eclipse Day in relative style and safety, and I hope against hope that all of you shall be able to do the same. So head on over to Survive R Us as soon as you're able. Come that fateful day, you shan't regret it. Shifting gears for a moment, I'd like to discuss some pressing news that has come to my attention only recently. I have heard reports that in various sectors there have been violent outbursts by a select, vocal, active few. They've attempted riots, they've carried out raids of homes and stores, and they have threatened innocent civilians. If any of you villains are listening, I urge you and implore you, please stop. You are trying so desperately to be heard, but you'll soon make it so no one is even capable of listening. And besides, whatever goals you hope to achieve through your crimes shall never come to pass, not when His Highness has set his men against you, and I assure you, he has. So, change your ways, surrender yourselves, and beg for the forgiveness of His Highness the King. But because I do have a brain and at least a modicum of respect for the gravity of the situation, I do not expect most or all, or maybe even any, of these criminals to listen to my voice. So I turn now to my loyal listeners, these criminals in their strange outfits are nothing short of highly dangerous individuals. 
They are likely armed both with weapons and with a feral mind state that cares very little for your humanity. That said, it is likely that if you stay away from these troublemakers, you will be safe. Therefore, do not approach the criminals. If you see an outburst like this in the making, run the other way. But even if running, do not be discouraged. When a crisis runs through a place, there are always radicals who hope that it will be an opportunity for chaos. We mustn't let ourselves despair because a rowdy few want us to. We are His Highness's people. We are a community of the Chosen. We are Jubilee. Never forget that. If you'll permit me to make something of a radical tone shift, let us talk about something happier. This happier news involves the Museum of Jubilance, which has acquired an exciting new exhibit, the legendary two-headed bull shark. This creature, long thought to be only a myth, was recently caught just off the coast, carrying, if you believe it, the carcass of a great white shark in its jaws. Oh, I have seen it myself, dear listeners, and it is as majestic as you'd expect. Not to mention, but those heads don't always get along. In my short visit alone, I witnessed one head attempt to chomp on the other, while its counterpart forced the body to swim away right into the glass tank. Can you believe that? I guess the old saying was wrong. Two heads may very well not be better than one. The combination of that latest bit of news and this jingle signify a very special edition of the Letter Corner. The letter this week comes from Lawrence Lewis from Point Walker. He writes, Dear Charles, In my studies at the University of His Highness, I have come across an odd phenomenon. Namely, it appears that the meat of the two-headed bullshark has long been thought to be a cure for all illnesses. No, 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 no. You do not interrupt the words of my faithful listeners. You do not interrupt a pleasant chat. I do not allow that. Dear listeners, I am in the unfortunate position of having to apologize to you yet again. These miscreants, the so-called Freedom Society of the Apocalypse, 
seem intent on ruining our special time together with their lies and their fear-mongering. But do you know what? I have a special message of my own for the riffraff who call themselves fighters for freedom. Whoever you are, you are nothing. You are cowards who refuse to show your faces and instead elect to hide behind threatening words and a menacing tone of voice. You say the apocalypse is coming, that people should stop listening to me, who only wants their safety and the safety of his home. And you have the gall to imply that my show will undergo some kind of horrifying end, do you? Well, to that I say, I am not afraid of you. Your paper threats are nothing but a buzzing of the wind, and you will soon be squashed like a fly under a boot. In fact, were I you, I'd watch my back. I think I hear His Highness's soldiers stomping on your overly confident trail. Good luck running. And to my faithful, loving listeners, a promise. No matter the threats, His Highness will remain. Jubilee will remain. Uh, most importantly for me, at least, your friend Charles will never, ever leave you. While I deal with this security issue, I shall end our pleasant chat for the day. But next week, I already know this. We are going to see that mere words mean nothing, if you cannot back them up. With that, I am your friend Charles, signing off. Hey everybody, Michael Hendricks here, the writer and producer of A Pleasant Chat, as well as every voice you hear on it. I just want to give you all a quick thank you for listening as things come to a turning point in Jubilee. I can promise you this. After next episode, nothing will ever be the same again. So tune in and have a lovely day.